Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 133 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Breaking news in the National Hockey League. It involves a coaching hire. Elaine Vigneault has been hired by the Philadelphia Flyers. Chuck Fletcher going in during the season. He relieved Dave Hacks all of his duties. I'll have to put a call in to somebody to see if he's still there. Speaking of coaches, this guy took over the Bakersfield Condors, and it has been a whole new energy level down there. And result, they win not just the Pacific Division, but the Western Conference of the AHL with a couple victories on the weekend. We welcome back to the show, Jay Woodcroft. Hi, Jay. How are you? I'm doing good, Bob. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, there you were, two games left in the regular season. And uh, you got her done. Not not only winning the Pacific, but winning the West. Now you got home ice, even though, and we'll get to the somewhat confusing playoff scenario, but just a thought on, uh, you know, you didn't necessarily dress all your guys last night in the victory over Stockton, but uh, the way you're able to put together a couple victories against Ontario and Stockton. Well, I thought, I thought it was key. Um, we returned uh, some players down from Edmonton at the end of their regular season. Uh, we had some good practices. Um, I really liked our week. We won a, a playoff-type feel of a game against Tucson on Wednesday uh, with great contributions up and down the lineup from everyone. We came into the weekend knowing that we had to win a game in order to secure the division we beat Ontario in a spirited affair on Saturday night. We came, uh, you know, because of that, we were able to make some lineup decisions and leave some guys at home while we went to Stockton. And I was really proud of the group that, that played last night in Stockton. Um, some unusual suspects found their way onto a, the, the scoring sheet. And at the end of the day, the two points helped, uh, helped this, this team do something that it hasn't done um, since its uh, existence in the American Hockey League, which is to win our division, win, uh, win the Western Conference and have the most wins that they, they've had in the American Hockey League or as an organization over the last 21 years, regardless of the league. It's, uh, it's a good achievement for our players. That's step one uh, of what we wanted to accomplish uh, on our year. Now we're getting into that next phase, which is... Uh, uh, to prepare for the playoffs, uh, we understand and know that the league is narrowed and got better today. Uh, down to 16 teams, and uh, we're going to have to raise our level uh, against a very good opponent coming up. All right. So, how did you get this thing done this year with this group? Because the stories we kind of heard out. First of all, there, there there were not a tremendous amount of prospects the last couple of years. Uh, in the American Hockey League. I, I still only am going to say the orders are a five or a six prospect-wise because you've got a lot of guys in on AHL deals. But how did you get your group to collectively come together 
and play for one another the way they did. What do you think were the sort of reoccurring themes that enabled that to happen? Well, uh, I thought uh, we had an excellent training camp, uh, not only in Edmonton, but down here in Bakersfield. And and when we met as a group, uh, we're very clear in terms of what it would take uh, to make the playoffs this year. Uh, We believe that teams win. And um, we needed contributions uh, from everybody. We let everybody know that they're important. Um, We made sure to do things to bring our group together. We felt that if we could come together as a team quickly, early in the season, that it would serve us well uh, in a 68-game schedule. Uh, We laid a foundation in training camp. We tried to improve every month that we played. Uh, But what stands out for me is the fact that the players knew um, that teams win. And when teams win, the rising tide floats all those. And at the end of the day, uh, the players know that everybody wants winners. And, uh, you know, the quicker we could come together as a team, um, we knew it would serve us well. And like I said, we got better every month. Uh, Every month that we played, we got better. And, um regardless of injuries, regardless of call-ups, regardless of uh, players available, we feel that our structure gives us a chance. And uh, I couldn't be more proud of these, um, these young men for their effort and determination um, through the regular season. And like I said, we know, uh, we know that that finished yesterday and, and that we're going to have to raise our level here going into the playoffs. Mike Vellucci, by the way, was voted AHL's top coach. He'd been an OHL head coach, was the assistant GM in uh, Carolina, took over their farm team in Charlotte. You mentioned you've got to elevate your level of performance. You're off to Colorado. Is it a best of five or best of seven opening round series? It's a best of five uh, uh, series versus Colorado. Uh, Obviously, uh, we have um, the three home games. What's unique about this series and some of the series that are uh, going on in the American Hockey League is that if the two teams are uh, more than 300 miles away from each other, which obviously Bakersfield and and, uh, Colorado are, um, that the the team with the three home games plays them uh, in games three, four, and five, and you start on the road. So it's a unique situation that uh, you're the higher seed but start on the road. But at the end of the day, we have the three home games. And like I said, there's other teams in that position um, up and down the American League. All right. So Shane Surratt's going to start for you in goal in that series. He's fine? Shane uh, had a heck of a end of his regular season. Um, you know, obviously, you know, he was named to the, the second all-star team, the rookie all-star team. Yep. Um, and uh, we didn't play him in Stockton just because we gave him a night off because he had they played so much down the stretch for us, and um, you know we're we're looking forward to seeing what he brings in the in the playoffs. All right, uh, Ethan Bear. Uh, I know he's been in and out of the lineup a bit. Uh, obviously, Keegan Lowe, Ryan Stanton, two AHL veteran players. Uh, Caleb Jones, William Lagason have played a bunch for you. Uh, you got Logan Day, who's a guy in an AHL deal, who's given you some offensive juice. Uh, do you expect to have Bear back for the playoff series? Yes, we do. Okay, so you should have your full complement of defense. Um, still kind of on a day-to-day situation with Kyler Yamamoto. We get asked about him all the time, Jay. 
Yeah, you know how it is. It's that time of year where uh, you keep keep that type of information close to the vet. But he's right now, um, you know, he didn't play last night, and that's where we're at today. Okay. Uh, as for the rest, you, you sat uh, three vet. What did you sit? Two or three? Like Gambert, Allen, Malone, and Russell. That entire line didn't play last night. Uh, that's a line that you can play against anybody. I know that uh, there was a little bit of physicality. Stockton's got a uh, a tougher team. They've got some bangers on their squad. Uh, Marodi uh, and Benson got sort of angled off and pushed off at stages in the game last night. But it, it's going to be obviously critical for you to get that uh, that veteran line back uh, in the series. Well, absolutely. I think uh, they're one of the best 200-foot lines in the, in the American Hockey League. I think uh, they're physical, uh, they're work ethic based. They spend a lot of time in the other teams and um, they set the work ethic and competition level for our team. Uh, we gave them a night off uh, last night. Uh, but like I said, I, I was pleased with the effort of the players who were in the lineup last night. All guys that are auditioning for roles going forward, uh, guys who want to be that uh, 11th or 12th forward uh, come Friday night in game one or or guys that are displaying different types of ingredients. I think one of the things that doesn't get talked about enough is our collection of players on our team, uh, especially, you know, in the bottom half of the forward groupings there, they all represent different ingredients and uh, it's a luxury for a coaching staff uh, to be able to uh, add different ingredients as, as you work your way through a playoff series. And uh, like I said, we have good players and good depth, and, and we know that if we want to go on the type of run that we want to go on, we're going to need everybody. You, you, you know, you mentioned the importance of making everybody feel uh, feel important, and we're joined right now by Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Uh, they, they've got home ice advantage throughout the Western Conference playoffs. They open up on the road in Colorado. Um, you got a bunch of guys in AHL deals. Luke Esposito, Evan Poli, uh, David Gust, who I think scored 18 goals for you this season. I mean, uh, those guys, they're, they're, they're trying to play their way up to, to get themselves NHL deals. Is there any way you can underscore the contribution of Logan Day on defense? Of guys like that, I mean, we spend so much time talking about Tyler Benson, Kyler Yamamoto, Cooper Marodi, uh, Ethan Bear, Caleb Jones. But the fact of the matter is this doesn't happen without those other support players, does it? Yeah, I, uh, you're, you nailed it. Uh, with, like I said right at the, at the start, teams win. And in order for teams to win, you need contributions uh, from everybody. I think the players you mentioned, uh, let's start with the forwards that are on the AHL deals. You talked about Poli, uh, Gus, Esposito. Talk about uh, young men that have found a way to bring it every night. Uh, When we were a little thin up front over the last six weeks, these players played big minutes for us. I think one of the best things that's happened for our team down here in Bakersfield and for the organization as a whole is to see the success of someone like Josh Curry, who uh, started on American Hockey League deal. He signed an NHL uh, contract this summer, and then he's going up and being a very usable part up in Edmonton and contributing. Um, That gives players like the ones that we just mentioned hope yeah, it shows that if you continually maximize your daily opportunity to improve and get better, that that you too can make the NHL uh, and you can be an uh, important 
part of a, a good American Hockey League team. I think that's what we have going on down here is that we realize that the better the team does, um, the more attention and recognition individual uh, players get. Uh, that, Like I said, the rising tide that floats all boats. And at the end of the day, everyone wants winners and, and players that know how to win. Uh, so I think it serves everybody well. And uh, that message was sent right from day one in training camp, and the players have done a good job embracing it. And uh, like I said, we're going to need contributions from everybody if we go on um, the, the type of playoff run that we want to go on. Just to conclude uh, with Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, we mentioned uh, you, Tyler Benson was a, a second-team uh, all-star in the AHL this year, was on the all-rookie team, uh, finished second in scoring with 66 points. The important stat 68 games played. He played every game. Um, and I think that means something for him, given some of the injury challenges he's had the last three years in Major Junior. 100%. He showed his durability, his versatility. He showed uh, what a, a summer of full training, uh, how that can set somebody up for success. Um, you know, obviously, his offense speaks for itself. He's a large reason behind the Bakersfield Condors being the number one uh, offensive goals per game in the American Hockey League. He's a huge part of that. What I'm proud of of him, and you and I have talked about it before, Bob, is his 200 foot game. He is not just defined by his offense. He, he is a contributing uh, member of our team in all three zones, and he's also a big reason why the Bakersfield Condors are one of the best defensive teams in the American Hockey League. I think we gave up the lowest amount of total goals, not goals per game, but total goals in the American Hockey League. He's a huge reason behind that. I'm proud of his personal development, as I am of the 23, 24, 25 players that are with us right now. I'm proud of every single one of them. But like we said, the regular season finished yesterday. We're ready to turn the page and raise our level going forward into the weekend here uh, against Colorado. And, Jay, you might be getting one more defenseman here because tomorrow night uh, in London, uh, Dmitry Samarukov and Guelph take on Evan Bouchard and the London Knights. And my guess is uh, whoever gets eliminated from that series, uh, that gentleman will be joining your team in Bakersfield as well. We appreciate your time. Uh, Good luck this week, and we'll hook up early next week. Okay, Jay? Thanks, Bob. Have a good day. You bet. That's Jay Woodcroft, 147 in Edmonton. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Hey, Bob, this text comes in from Epstein's mother. What about Joel Persson, uh, who uh, plays for Vexho over in Sweden? Uh, he suffered a uh, minor lower body issue and right now is in the mix to be on the Swedish World Championship team. So uh, that will be the prioritization for Person, who's on a one-way deal next year at $1 bucks. He's got a great chance to be on the Oilers Hockey Club next season. Uh, we will take a quick timeout. Reed Wilkins is going to pop in. Uh, Dave Campbell and myself will discuss this day in Oilers history. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. You know, this show, Oilers Now, has got some very competitive podcast numbers, but I was thinking of doing a podcast. I was going to call it all the stuff I couldn't say on the air. 
Bob Stoffer with you. Much of which was said by uh, Sean Avery, by the way, in his Instagram post about Jake DeBrusque the other day. Sean Avery, wow. All right, uh, very quickly to this day in Oders history, brought to you by New West Travel. Ask about their destination wedding packages and corporate employee reward trips. Visit newwesttravel.com for more information. Back in 1984 on... April 15th, Dave Campbell, what happened? Paul Coffey scores twice, leading the Oilers to a 3-2 win over the Calgary Flames in Game 3 of the Smythe Division Final to give the Oilers a 2-1 lead in the series. Battle of Alberta book written by Mark Spector. Stoffer and Spector every Tuesday on Oilers Now for Horse Racing Alberta. Century Mile Live Racing begins on the uh, 28th of April. Just before I bring in Reed Wilkins, Bob... Uh, big weekend for sports. Did we chat about the Allen Cup champs, the Generals? I may have missed it, but just wanted to say well done from my hometown. So is that, they're not the Bentley Generals anymore. They're the home Generals. Is that Last right? three years. Yep. Last three years, Reed. Well, you were, were you not out at? Uh, I did my show from the Allen Cup quarterfinals. Now, where, where was the Allen Cup? Was it in Lacombe? Lacombe hosted it, okay. yes. Yeah. And Lacombe won. They beat Innisfail in the final. It was an all-Alberta final. Who was the uh, Golden Bears uh, defenseman that was playing for uh, Lacombe? Oh, I don't remember all the rosters. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. But I saw, it was funny, uh, I saw a few Canada West names in the games yeah. I was watching. Yeah. So Innisfail lost? Innisfail lost the final, coached by Brian Sutter. Okay. Yeah, and Lacombe won. Well, I hope those guys don't feel like Innis failures because, you know, what well, it is. Well, I hope so, too. You I'm know, sure, they had I'm a great sure year. They, they had a great, made it to the final. Alberta's the, Alberta's the place to be for the senior AAA hockey. Like, the, the guys in, well, it's not the Chinook League anymore. It's Allen Cup Hockey West. They've uh, done a great job. The Fizzler has texted the show, Bob, did somebody say Lucic? No, must have been the wind. Well, uh, obviously, reports put out by Ryan Rashog today. Yes, Milan did not play due to an LBI. Final game of the year. Well, uh, he should be all right for the start of the season. Thanks, Fizzler, for keeping us honest. You're the best. We love you. Uh, this text comes in. Bob, Democrats have nothing between their ears. Good job from Jarrett. Bob, don't listen to them, Bob. The NDP supported the hiring of Peter Shirelli. That's from Dan and Okotoks. <laughs> to set the record straight, uh, so did most of Alberta, northern Alberta. Uh, you wanted to jump in there for a second? I believe the name you're looking for is Ian Bartow. Ian Bartow. That's who it was. Out of Fort- He's from Fort yeah, Saskatchewan. Yeah, I had, he, he, was, Good work, he was playing for the... I had him on my show last year. He was playing for the Fort Saskatchewan. Team, yeah, uh, but they didn't have a team this. You know, I actually year. thought there Matt was a... Delahaye was playing in the okay. tournament for the Huskies. I, I thought when Ian was actually at the U of A, well, I know for a fact there were teams looking at signing him to a minor pro deal. He's, he had some size and could shoot the puck a little bit. What do you got coming up tonight on Inside Sports? We will have quite a bit. Matt Salmon's going to be on from the Lightning Radio Network. Are they hosting their final game of the season tomorrow, Matt and company? What a story. My goodness, what they might be. They might be. Hedman's already been ruled out for that game for Game Four. That's crazy. Yeah. That's that's be one of the biggest upsets in the history of the NHL. Okay. Uh, Tiger, because you, you briefly hit on the Masters last yep. week when you, you popped by. I, I said, hey, I got Dustin Johnson. I had my guy. I actually picked Dustin Johnson as well. Oh, well, way to go on the limb. Yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he the world number one right no, now? No, Justin Rose is the world number one who didn't make the cut. Okay. Uh how good a theater was that yesterday? Well, it's it's incredible. It, it's it's amazing what he has done for that sport. Because I, I, you know, golf is one of my top three favorite sports to watch. It wouldn't be for most people, but it's incredible how he gets people to tune in just because of how great he is. And he's, you know, it's interesting. I I think that there were still a lot of people, and I know because I had you know people get in touch with my show. One person, especially last week, saying that he will never cheer for Tiger Woods because of all the off-course stuff, you know, the infidelity and all those stories that, that, that he went through. But despite that, 
He's an incredible golfer. What he has accomplished in his career is... I feel unparalleled. I do feel he's the greatest golfer of all time, whether, not, he, get, whether I, he gets the Jack's record or yeah. not. Uh, and just he, he is a perfect combination of mental toughness and physical ability. All and right. That's why he wins. Uh, this text comes in. Watching the first three games of Columbus-Tampa Bay, you do see shades of the 2006 series in which the Oilers were ostensibly underdogs facing regular season numbers might have suggested. I could easily see Columbus going very deep and looking unassailable for much of the run. Well, uh, the Oilers needed a goalie. Columbus needed some more scoring depth. They had a goalie. I mean, Bobrovsky's won Vesna trophies. They had a Duchesne, and they got a puncher's but, chance. But they didn't. That group that they have right now didn't start to look that interested till about eight games left in the regular they're, season. They, they've, I, they've, they've been pretty good here. What, what are they? Seven? They're ten and one in their last eleven. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, the two games they played against the Oilers, those are probably two of the worst games played by an opponent. Against Bad matchup for them, right? Edmonton. Don't forget what what Cassian did to Dubinsky oh, a year ago yeah. in there. Oilers bombed them out three of the last four games between those teams. Dave, if you're back tomorrow, we'll look forward to it. If not, we'll look forward to seeing Brendan. Thanks again. You betcha, buddy. Thanks, Reed. Tonight with Inside Sports 6. Up next, and a reminder, Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta and the Horses. Uh, tomorrow at 12.30, Arthur Staple out of Long Island will be another one of our guests. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoon news with Jalen Nye. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.